welcome to The Global Gadabout, a frugal introvert's guide to exploring the world further, longer, and cheaper. Today, I'm going to explain all the basics of travel hacking with credit cards. One of the best and easiest ways to score free, yes, free, travel is through credit card points. If you know what you're doing and are careful with how you use them, credit card points are an amazing travel hack that have allowed me to travel as much as I have on such a low budget. So what do you need to know to take advantage? I've put together some basic guidelines for typical deals, how they work, and what to look for when choosing a card. A typical credit card point deal. Most travel rewards credit cards offer new customers a substantial lump sum of points. We're talking 10 to 50,000, maybe more. If you spend a certain amount on that card in the first 90 days, plus you usually get one or two points per dollar on all purchases. Typically, 100 points translates to $1 of free travel money. Many have an annual fee, though quite a few will waive this fee for the first year. So if you cancel before then, you won't have to pay it. Personally, I never worry about the interest rate, but that is only because I always pay off my balance in full every month. If you don't think you can do that, travel hacking may not be worth it for you. Check out my post on maximizing credit card rewards linked in the description for all my tips on that score. Considerations when choosing a card. 1. Bonus points offer. I always try to get the most bonus points possible, but you have to balance what you are able to spend to get them. In order to receive those 50,000 bonus points, you may have to spend $5,000 in the first three months. As a frugal budget traveler, that's a hard goal for me to achieve. I would only choose a card with a large spending threshold if I had some big purchases coming up that I could use the card for. Otherwise, I would go for a card with a more manageable $2,000 spending in 90 days, even if I only got 20,000 bonus points. 20,000 is way better than nothing, and better than risking not meeting the minimum spending, or not being able to pay it off immediately. Find your balance, and check out that post on maximizing rewards for tips on spending without spending. 2. No foreign transaction fees. This basically means that you don't have to pay anything to use your card abroad. For international travelers, this is essential. Spending 5-10% to 10 extra every single time you use your card can really add up over the course of a trip. Most travel-specific cards offer no foreign transaction fees, but not all, so be sure to check if you plan to travel internationally. 3. Frequent Traveler Benefits Travel-specific credit cards might offer travel-related inducements beyond points. This includes things like insurance coverage for rental cars, free checked bags, priority boarding, or airport lounge access. I'll link my post on travel perks you didn't know credit cards offer for more on this. 4. Cash Back and Points Bonus Some cards offer a little extra reward for using your points. You might get a certain percentage of them back in the form of a cash deposit or a points bonus. This is normally fairly small, say 1-2% to 2 cash back, 
or maybe up to 5% points bonus upon redemption. If you plan to cash in frequently, this can be a nice added benefit. 5. Redemption Methods There are several ways credit cards give you to actually use your rewards points. I always recommend cards that offer statement redemption. This is by far the simplest and most valuable way to cash in your points. You log into your account online, look at the qualifying travel-related purchases, choose which one you want to use your points to pay for, and erase it from your bill with the click of a button. Most cards also let you redeem your points for gift cards or a lump deposit into your bank account. They might not be worth quite as much that way, but then you don't have to use your points for travel if you don't want to. The third way to use your points is to book travel directly through that card's travel portal. Cards often give you slightly more dollars per point that way, but beware, prices are much higher, so the value is actually worse. Check out my post, Why Credit Card Booking Portals Are Not Worth It, for all the details on that. And don't get a card where that is the only redemption option. 6. Redemption Minimums and Points Expiring Most cards won't let you redeem if you have less than around $25 worth of points, which is pretty reasonable. But watch out for ones with higher minimums. You don't want to end up with a bunch of unused points that are just barely under the minimum to redeem. Luckily, most travel rewards cards do not put an expiration date on their points. This is what you want. Watch out for ones where you have to use them within a certain amount of time. You wouldn't want to rack up all your points, only to have them expire right before your big trip. 7. Specificity of Travel Cards I tend to go for blanket travel rewards credit cards, where my points can be used for any travel-related purchase. This is the best option for budget travelers who go for the best deal over brand loyalty. If you frequently fly with one particular airline, however, or always stay in a certain chain of hotels, you may want to consider getting their specific rewards credit card. Besides the standard rewards points, these cards may offer better points values on their products and services or additional perks and benefits. I recommend starting out with one credit card at a time until you are confident in how they work, redeeming, paying them off, and avoiding fees. But once you get started, you'll see how easy it can be and how much free travel you can gain this way. Thanks for listening. Check out my blog, theglobalgadabout.com, for a more in-depth post on this topic, those other travel hacking posts I mentioned, and more great travel tips and tales. You can sign up for my newsletter and get my free solo travel prep guide. The Global Gadabout has a podcast, YouTube channel, Facebook page, and Pinterest boards. Links are in the description. Don't forget to subscribe to be sure you don't miss any new content. Join me again next time for more fabulous solo budget travel tips from the Global Gadabout.